Hi, welcome to episode 21 of the Crubcast. I am Chris Meekness fan. With me, as always, except when they're not, is Nico. All hail buckets. Hi, Nico. What's up, gamers? If you're in the audio realm, don't worry. He is still dancing every episode. It is an unbroken streak. To my left, I have Brody, aka Rack Rocks. Hi, Brody. Hey, this 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 is gonna make no sense now, but that's okay with me. <laughs> that makes even less sense for audio listeners who don't know your bit of putting something on screen every episode you're on. This well, week, if if, they, if they're missing that, then they should be they should be catching us on YouTube. YouTube at Crow Official. Wow. Uh, yeah. for, I guess for audio listeners, it is it is the stoner Otzel from last time, but he has the Joker head tattoo and oh hair. I thought that was Post Malone's um like <laughs> what is it barbed wire tattoo? Because originally <laughs> this episode was going to start with a little diatribe about which animal would most enjoy 2019's Joker if it could process cinema. Um, but then we decided we should actually talk about something else. Because Justin, JTAR9 joined us last minute. Hi, Justin. I'm here now. It's you been sure a while. Did. It's nice to see everybody. I haven't been on an episode of this uh, podcast in a very long time. But if you've been watching all the side stuff, you have not missed me. Yeah, that's I, true. I haven't been. I, I don't remember you anymore. Oh, thank <laughs> God. Well, I listen to all content that Crub puts out. I oh. don't do that, but I, I listen uh, to most of it, though. I do listen to the show every week, even if I'm on it. Um, <laughs> I see. I, say, okay. I, have, I have a funny one. I only listen to the stuff on the channel. I don't listen to the Patreon stuff because I don't pledge enough to the Patreon to get it. <laughs> yeah, see, I feel like I've been a part of most of the Patreon stuff, so I am kind of there already. So I'm kind of forced to listen to it at a certain point. Yeah, this um, is true. Yeah. We're our biggest fans is what I'm getting from this. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I am. I, you know, I think that I don't think we understand how healthy that actually is to steal a line from Ted Lasso. Um, Which is something you can listen on the Patreon. Um, that is true. We'll show that later. <laughs> but uh, we were <laughs> but just anyway. talking on the, pa- on the pre-show Ooh. about stories from high school and schooling and all that kind of jazz. And we kind of just were talking about it. And the pre-show ran long, and we all just realized this should just be the topic for the episode. Yeah. So here we are talking about school <laughs> during the episode. Yeah. But so, I would watch one with a wombat. I think the wombat would really get the part where he kills everyone around him and is really sad for no reason. I would think <laughs> that... So horses are terrible, terrible animals. And the, the horse Joker- would be the, the what is happening now watcher every five minutes like what's happening now why is that happening right but like the thing is the movie the (laughs) the movie is so pessimistic that (laughs) the horse would be the only thing that could um possibly uh match that so that's my opinion unless there are any more pessimistic animals than a horse I just appreciate um, that you went into talking about the Joker without actually talking about the Joker, and I really like that. Um, it, yeah, yeah, well, that movie. I was really excited to say that I've never seen the movie. And Neither have I. I. It's I a was depressing also, movie. I, Don't watch it. And anyway, 
I was so excited when uh, when this turned into a three man pod to be able to come in and say, yeah, I've never seen the movie. That's the topic we're talking about. <laughs> that was that was going to be a really fun moment for me. See, but that's funny because you've never seen it. I've only seen most of it. And Chris has seen it. Yes. And so. I also have not seen it. So yeah, I was when, when I joined this episode with this being the topic, I was like, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, but it was, I mean, and, and just to, oh yeah, there you go, Brody for the, for the audio listeners, uh, Brody just put a desk in front of his, uh, his little character of, of Daxter. Um, it's, it's backwards, but I couldn't find a good one that was No, that's okay. That's okay. It they actually looks better because it, it, it looks like they're like, you're bullying me while I'm sitting at my desk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like the one day you showed up to class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brody, Brody definitely seemed like a lunch money taker. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. does, that was, that does, does Brody strike you that so way? Or? No, I'm I'm joking. But um, yeah, remember lunch money? D- yeah. Wait, did you guys ever get your lunch money stolen? I never did. No. Um, I was bullied in different ways in in more in middle <laughs> school, less in high school. We had like well, a charge I, system, right? So yeah, like I think it, so. Did we? It'd be put on like your Similar. tab, so to speak, and your parents would deal mm-hmm. with it or something. Yeah, for us it was the other way around. Your parents would put money onto your card, and then you'd scan your card, and then whatever your parents put on there is what you can spend. Fancy, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, we also had a thing in middle school where, for some reason, there was a bodega. Which, if you're not from New York, a bodega is a deli. Um, there was oh. a bodega down the street from my uh, middle school, and they sold. Uh, do you know the Sour Power Sour Strips? Not the ones that are straws. They're like flat and they're gummy strips and they're covered in sour candy like powder. I might know them if I seen them. I know like the sour airheads. Is that what you're thinking? Like they're like kind that. of like that. Their logo is like a cat that is like puckering and like their head's exploding. Uh, but I basically they'd come in them. strawberry flavor and then they'd come in rainbow flavor with a bunch of other flavors like all nice. in one strip. Um, they were basically like the cigarettes in a, tr- in a jailhouse mm-hmm. in our middle school. They basically were used as currency and you could also buy them from people. Yeah. So oh. like people would go to the bodega and buy literally a box of these sour strips for 20 bucks. Then they would bring them into school and have them out of their locker and sell them to people for a dollar a pop, which there were way more than 20 strips in a box. Mm-hmm. So people would just make a bunch of money off of that. And so when one time I bought one from one kid, I would then get three other, four other kids that were like, yo, I got sour strips in my bag. You want to buy them? And I'm like, I, I don't want to buy any. I bought one already. I don't need more. I always love the racketeering stories. Also, it right? took yeah, me well, a minute to click on the, the cigarette analogy you were making because in my head, I was like thinking of the candy cigarettes. And I was like, did they ever come in a box like a jail cell? That especially seems really bad, but. Yeah, no, no. cigarettes are used as yeah. currency in jails. <laughs> Dude, well, yeah. so in our in middle school for me, there was well, first of all, in high school, Kevin started a Mountain Dew based economy. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, and you know what? I mean, I don't know if I should let him like tell this story himself, but like from my lens, he probably has more details about it. But from my lens, he would always just bring in like a, a case worth of Mountain Dew and sell them to people because there were no other better places to buy beverages in our, in our school. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really funny. Um, I mean, you could never <coughs> buy soda in school. You weren't able to depen- buy soda in school until I was in like college. 
we had vending machines, but they were trash. Like they were not good. And also no, they I, were out of the way. Like you couldn't, they were never anywhere that was convenient when you're on your way to class. Yeah. Because one of the things that I always hated about high school was, um, the stressful journey from one class to the next and how they made it like, I don't know if you guys had this, but they made it like a big deal about getting to class on time. Yeah. And, like, some you were, teachers you were really, there before the bell, if you were there after the bell, you were just like, yeah, immediately sent to the principal basically. Right. Well, some teachers enforced it and others didn't. But the ones oh. that enforced it, I was always like, why? You know? Um, but, sorry, one quick more economy story. In middle school, these kids started a, um, an economy around a snack that they developed called pretzies, which was a portmanteau of the two ingredients of the snack. Now, it was a pretzel, and then it was some kind of a sweet candy. And I don't remember what the name was. Um, but that's... Maybe it might have been. This I sounds don't know. terrible. I, I think, it better not be either of those. Yeah, it should be. I think it was. I don't remember. I think it might. It. I don't remember because I remembered I tried to start a competing business, but I just absolutely failed. <laughs> um, and mine were like mine were like cheesers, and it was Cheez-Its and Gushers. It was a oh, cheese it and terrible. a gusher. <laughs> no are wonder talking, that failed. Are we talking combo packs <laughs> or like you found a way to like? No, like you Lace put one them. on it. Like, well, because the, these kids would like play, like they would like make the candy, like they would make the, the pretzel, which was a pretzel and some, some other candy together. And they would put it together. Like they would make a bunch of them and then they would sell them for like a dollar for like five or something like that. Right. Um, we didn't were they need like pretzel rods or were they like small pretzels. They were like little tiny pretzels and they would like, Put, they would like smush the candy onto it, basically. Which, you know, the salty and sweet combo, I get it, right? It does make sense, yeah. Yeah, like I'm not going to lie to you. Pretzies were pretty fire. I, I don't remember what was on them, but they were pretty fire. That's all I remember. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, my business absolutely failed because um, I felt left out of that economy. Um, and so like I had to. Capitalism. Yeah, right. So, um, you know, so I made an inferior product and uh, and got got liquidated from the market. <laughs> I like the idea of getting liquidated is just that you stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know. <laughs> well, you know, we liquidated the investments. And by that, I mean, I ate the Cheez-Its and I ate the Gushers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> What's even better? This is why you have an MBA, really. Like that was just yes. a seed planting right there. Yeah. I like hearing about your vending machines not being there until college. Because for me, it was middle school, which mm -hmm. would have been huh. like 06, 07. Yeah. We explicitly had the Sobe drink machine. Oh, okay. Shout nice. out to Sobe, right? Yeah. You were cool if you got a Sobe. And then there was just the Pepsi machine. So West Virginia for you. That was very healthy. Very good. If you yeah. got that, you were also cool. I remember yeah. just always looking at them and like, even as a big boy, right? Back then... I, Always, basically, at this point. But, yeah, I was just like, that doesn't seem good. That shouldn't be here, but it sure is. Yeah. Well, my so my parents were part of a small business at the time that was an energy drink, basically, through my middle school years and most of high school. Um, and mm -hmm. so the easiest thing for me to have access to always was this energy drink. So usually I was strapped with it, but then they sold the business. Um, somewhere near the end of high school 
and uh, I didn't have access to it anymore. So I was, needless to say, I was very thirsty um, my, my last year. Not, not metaphorically, I was actually I like thirsty. the idea that you just went without anything. You're just I like, mean, I don't have energy drink anymore. I mean, well, he doesn't drink water, so like... Piss. He doesn't drink, drink water. water. He only yeah. drinks water with stuff in it. Uh, yeah, I only drink either flavor or, um, like, carbonation. So eventually I found that I like seltzers quite a lot. Like, act, like not hard seltzers, but like seltzer. I do like hard seltzers, but like, you know, we would drink, uh, I would drink, like they had like Wegmans seltzer. Um, and that was very good because it was just fizzy, but without any of the consequences of drinking soda. Of um, course, yeah. And so I do still fancy me some, some seltzer, some sparkling water. Um, but we ended up, my family ended up moving to Pellegrino. So we literally, when, when Childish Gambino dropped, uh, because the internet, with the classic bar on the song The Party that says, we got bottles and bottles and bottles of Greeno, um, that applied to me. That one was a relatable bar for, for my time in, in late high school. Pellegrino is a drink, right? Yes, yeah, Pellegrino is the green bottle of uh, sp- of seltzer sparkling, water. Yeah, right. sparkling, yeah, okay. sparkling water. I haven't partaken, so, so I was like ninety percent sure, but you know, I wanted to check. Yeah. It's it's a lot like seltzer, but it's like less. They call it like mineral water. It's oh. a lot like seltzer, but it's less carbonated. So you do have to kind of chug it a little bit, or else it just becomes flat. I see. Um, you know, and the same thing with a Perrier, but Perriers go out way quicker. Perriers burn bright and burn quickly. Um, you know, whereas if you get a can of just like store brand seltzer, it lasts quite a long time with the fizz. Um, more like a soda type of experience. So you really weren't drinking much in school then, huh? I suppose not. I didn't start getting hydrated until like last year. <laughs> you can't just say that. You were drinking <laughs> things, just not. Well, no, right, right, he was getting all his liquids through like the juice I, on the steak, you know. Like. Right. Well, I was drinking for sustenance, but not necessarily for um, enjoyment. Enjoy, like you were not necessarily for health, you know. Where I right. found recently that being hydrated helps my mental health quite a lot. Um, being hydrated and getting a solid seven to eight hours of sleep every night has helped my mental state very much. Um. And so I'm with you now, in saying this. This isn't a judgmental phrase, but yeah, it, people sure are right when they say those things, huh? It turns Dude, out it's almost like it's almost like it's good for you. I don't know. No, I never, <laughs> no one ever tell me that. These motherfuckers out here try to pedal water like it actually helps you or something. <laughs> Taking a walk's oh, bullshit, man. though. That's not real. Don't take walks. Yeah. Just sit around all day. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Today. That's true. I had that's a good time. Yeah, man. Oh man, do well. High school, high school was a weird time. Like, if you could describe your high school archetype, like, what were you? So, started Bro- Brody, you you go first. <laughs> oh, I'm the worst one to to start this with because I I killed my... three of my classmates and I got away. <laughs> <laughs> God, no, it, it's it's funny because like I thought maybe you know maybe it was an American thing, but I've talked to other Canadians since leaving high school that have gone to other high schools, and it does seem to be a thing where you know there'll be like cliques and and stuff like that. But my high school like didn't have them there wasn't like oh this is the jocks the nerds the goths whatever everyone just kind of like hung out with whoever you hung out with and for me specifically like i think i had one two three i had at least four 
different friend groups, each of like consisting of like three to five people that I would just like hop between. Mm. And I could not give you I could not give you like a, a discerning modifier for any of them. It was just people who got along together and hung out. You're yeah, the main I mean, characters. That sounds, that sounds Canadian. For sure. <laughs> It might be a self-fulfilling prophecy with us, right? Because all our media is so quick focused here in the States. That or you just went to a weird school and you were lucky. Either way. Yeah. That's what I got. I'll go in I'll go last, but but Justin, who were you in high school? Um, until senior year I was the loner. Mm -hmm. Um naturally talked I didn't really talk to anybody. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) Because I went from Because he wasn't famous yet. I went from public school in middle school to private school in high school. Right. Oh, that I, sucks. That's the, the worst private movement school, to make. But the private school I went to had a middle school attached to it. So a lot of the people going into ninth grade had been going with the, the people that they've been going to school with right. for they the past three friends. years. So they were already friends. I'm the new guy. I left all my friends back in, New- at, back in my hometown. <laughs> and I was just like, well, I don't know what I'm doing here. You're just wandering the uh, halls like a specter. Like, has anyone played Fire Emblem The Binding Blade? <laughs> you wish I had played Fire Emblem before I was in uh, that age. Oh no, I, I didn't play Fire Emblem until I was like in 11th or 12th grade. Oh, but, man. um. Okay, so it was but, a result of the bullying. Got it. Yeah, yeah. So, um. <laughs> when I Sorry. got into. When I got into senior year, though, I, I was like friends with everybody. I don't know what happened, but like a, sw- a switch flipped. Yeah, and I was just like talking to everybody, and mm. I was like, "Huh, strange." All right, makes well. sense. Because it went it went from I didn't have a table to sit at, at lunch to I would then have um like an I we, like for seniors you had like a senior lounge, and right. I was just in that senior lounge for both lunches because of the way that my schedule shook out. So I just ha- basically ate lunch with everybody. Hmm. But yeah, uh, that makes sense. I mean, Speaking I think of, as you, you get more oh, in, as you get more mature, as you go on to like, people start to be more open. Yeah. And I also just think that I had gotten bullied in middle school, so I didn't want to do the same thing I did in middle school again to get bullied again. Mm-hmm. And then I just realized, what if I just didn't care? Yo, and, I yeah. just, and I just actually just acted like a normal person. And that was That's it for fair. Me. Yeah. Chris, who were you in high school? Uh, I mostly hung out with the nerd dork types, right? We had a D&D group every Friday at the pizza place next to the school kind of deal. But I got along with everyone. I think um, being in theater and doing plays and fake high school, my senior, fake band, my senior year of high school helped. They just needed to fill in. So I played clarinet. So I bet a lot of people through there. Yeah. So by the end, I mostly hung out with the nerds and dorks, but everyone liked me, I guess. Yeah. Being a listener makes you inoffensive, I've found. That's true. So that is very, very fair. But also, you know what being a listener of Crub makes you? Oh my God. Why don't you tell me? A good listener of Crub. (laughs) That's right. That was such a good segue, but I just was not ready for it. I was so lost (laughs) in the world of what you're talking about. I was like, oh, what's it going to? Oh, a plug. Right. Well, you know what? And you know what? You can um 
you know where you can be a good listener of Crub? That's right. At <laughs> Crub Official on every single platform except for Twitch, which is at Crub underscore official, where we uh, on we've actually been streaming these on YouTube every Tuesday. Starting between 6.30 and 7, we usually have about a half an hour pre-show, so those are exclusive. We also have a post-show where we hang out for as long as we want, um, so come hang out at those. Uh, and also, patreon.com slash crub. Uh, come give us a couple bucks if you're feeling it. Um, and also, please throw us a like on the video. It's free, and I guarantee you by the end of the video, if you don't like it, you can take it back. Uh, and, uh, crub.org is where you can find us on all audio platforms. I think I hit just about everything. Um, I'd like <laughs> to meet about hitting everything. The things that Chris was saying. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to meet the person who sits through an hour and a half of this and it's like, I didn't like that. See you next <laughs> week. Taking it back, losers. Well, I usually, I, I assume it would be some out of pocket thing that I would say that would turn people away for, toward the end of the videos. Usually. <laughs> What does he mean? Um, Carpets are useless. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? I mean, yeah, we, we, we talked about it on uh, on last week's pod. So if you're interested, uh, it's coming mm. out. Um, so for our live listeners, it's coming out this Friday for our audio listeners. It'd be coming out um, the following Friday. So. Yes, we do do a 10 day delay. So there's some incentive to catch the live show if you're ever around. Yeah. Um, so. Who uh, were you in high school, Nico? Dude, my high school journey was so strange um, in that I was bullied in middle school, but like in the mean girls type of way where the kids like wouldn't let me. Justin was is saying he had the same experience. Uh, I went to a private. I did the opposite of Justin, which is why um, he's so much more famous than me. Uh, he went the, the correct direction. He, he actually did not. I, I actually think the way that I went was ideal for my personal life, right? Because... Um, when I went to Catholic school, um, all of the kids were kind of like bully and clicky and they would, I was like, I, and I was kind of feeble at the time too, right? Like I didn't have a sense of humor. I was very stern and serious as a child. Um, mm. couldn't take a joke, all that. Right. Um, and so they took advantage of that pretty hard and I was essentially the friend that nobody liked. So Basically, what that means was that I would go over there, like one of this kid's house, right? And he had a huge table full of Legos. And I'd be like, oh, can I play with this one? And he would be like, no, not that one. And I would keep doing that. And eventually, until I got to like the crappiest Lego, he would say, no, not that one, right? And they just like sat there and laughed and whatever, right? But then I uh -huh. switched schools um, to public school. And because I was so bullied, I found an opportunity to just be a, to like just, stop being bullied to simply stop. Um, and I did, and I became class president immediately. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm. because I was the only one who was like growing my hair out and things like that. At the time I had, uh, my hair looked kind of like a sheep, um, because I thought I would have long straight hair, not realizing that both of my parents have curly hair. So I didn't put that together. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I started growing my hair out. I would let, you know, people, people hadn't seen the likes of that before. Um, and so they voted for me, but also I may have stacked the, the cards in my favor by accident because my English teacher at the time was the advisor and she knew that the girl I was running against would like not do a good job. So she 
forced a tie and I became uh, the class, the co-president in sixth grade. Um, but then after that, I won the election legitimately three more times. Um, I was president in eighth grade, president in ninth grade and 10th grade, and then I stopped running. So, um, yeah, I was a pretty popular kid in high school. I beat the most popular girl in school uh, to become the president because I was um, essentially the Democratic candidate because um, she didn't. Well, she didn't talk to anybody outside of like the AP classes or like. Can the, we find the thirty kids? more votes? I just need to find thirty votes. <laughs> <laughs> That's I love. My, I love starting your political career with collusion. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like if you if you ever got to like an actual political office, like they're gonna dig this clip up and be like, he started. Well, the <laughs> thing is, we don't we don't have any proof that it happened other than a tie being incredibly unlikely. <laughs> well and, and also your sworn testament just now yeah true god um but anyway yeah so i was like i was like a weirdly popular kid in high school i was still a weird kid like girls didn't like me anything like that but like you know i definitely um was i had a lot of friends i uh i still have a lot of friends from high school hmm. um i still have a lot of really close and really good friends from high school uh, I ended up finding like my friend group, like to Brody's point, almost we didn't really have like those like archetypal groups, but I ended up being in band my high school and to Chris's earlier point, I did go to a weird high school in that the AP kids were the popular kids and the band kids were the popular kids. <laughs> and I was both of those two things. Um, mm. And basically, uh, I, you know, I was on drumline. <clears throat> and I started off on cymbals, but I had only ever, the only marching band experience I had was through watching the movie Drumline. <laughs> and so immediately I took the cymbals and I was the only one who could like flip them around and do the cool ah. like stuff because I had already been a classically trained drummer at that point. And I was one of the only ones because everyone else came up through the band system. They right. were just as good musicians, uh, some of them better, but um, I was probably the best on the drum line at that time, but my band director stuck me on cymbals to knock me down a peg. Um, you know, and so I took that and I ran with it. And so I was like flashy and like doing all this. Oh, and I had a ponytail in high school too. I don't know if I ever mentioned that I had a ponytail. Um, I looked like uh, Claudio Sanchez mixed with George Washington. Um, because I always tied it back into the ponytail and it was like flat against my head and then the hair was like curly. So it looked like a powdered wig. Um, weird, very weird. Maybe, maybe I'll give you a picture for the Patreon or something. Is that what yeah, makes it look um, like a powdered wig? Not if you powder? see it, you'll, if you see it, you'll know what I'm saying, but I know that there's been edits of me in high school that we have made us that oh. I've been in pictures with the founding fathers and did not look out of place. Okay. But yeah, we did do that. Um, for a second, I, I thought. The, sorry, for a second, <laughs> no, I thought they were doing this I, in high school, and I was like, "They were doing photoshopping you back then too." Sorry, yeah. please go ahead, Justin. Well, no, no, and then I guess it all culminated with um, my senior year of high school. I won my high school's male beauty pageant. So you are looking at uh, Mister Hometown 2014. <laughs> Nico is certifiably attractive. Literally won there's an a, award. There's a stamp on it. Well, yeah, literally so actually, has has the sash to prove it, dude. It was so stupid because they um they so you guys know that I don't particular I didn't I haven't particularly followed sports until the past 
I want to say three weeks. The past three weeks, I've been getting a lot of sports content that's been actual good analysis that's been drawing me in a little bit more. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? Because that sounds pretty common. I have been a Taylor Swift fan forever. Man, Brody um, nailed that one. I was like, I did not know. He's like, you guys know the last three weeks. I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Actually, though, Taylor you Swift, might be right. Of course. I did, I did make the Taylor Swift cover recently, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah no, she was just at the Chiefs games because she's dating Travis Kelsey. Right, right. Who exists um, apparently? Yeah, man. Uh, well, so uh, they asked me in high school in the male beauty pageant if there was one athlete that you look up to for what reasons and like you know like why do you look up to them and you know and how do they influence your life, right? And I only knew one athlete. At the time, I knew, I knew one, I knew one athlete's name. That athlete, Johnny Manziel. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Manziel. He's the failed uh, quarterback. So at the time, he was still in college at Texas A&M. And he was like really good at college football, which is not a sign of being good at NFL football in any way. Mm. Um, especially for a, a position like a quarterback where the game is just different. And it's a very tactical thinking, thinking position. Um, the man doesn't know how to think. We all know that. But at the time he was the coolest because he was in college. He won the Heisman, I think what twice or whatever. No, he won and it because he was a one and done athlete. So he won, he won it, it once freshman year, which freshman year Heisman winners are usually not a thing. Right. And so um, he was partying with Drake, like he was doing all this stuff. And that is all I heard about him. I didn't know anything about his football, anything like that. I just knew he was, oh, he's hanging out with Drake, right? And um, hmm. so I got up to that microphone and with my whole chest, I said, uh, I, I like John, I look up to Johnny Manziel because, um, you know, I just <laughs> think he works really hard and I think he also uh, kind of has that that playful aspect to him, like something like that. I said something <laughs> along those lines. I BS to an answer about Johnny Manziel. Okay, um, I see. And, and, uh, and I won and I won the high school male beauty pageant. Um, yeah, mm. it was funny because like people at the time only knew that I played the drums. Like none of them knew that I played guitar or sang. And so I just like went up there. I played uh, telegraph Ave by childish Gambino for the talent portion. Um, you know, and uh, I I love that song very much. I still love that song. Um, but yeah, people had no clue, so I just popped out and sang, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, he's got it." <laughs> then you were the most popular kid, and the credits rolled, and here we are, baby. Yeah, I mean, basically, you were here. You had a you you escaped your your bullying to have a prolific political career, and now you're here where you're just constantly bullied. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Well, now, now it's welcomed. I like to think, I like to think it's a bit different of a dynamic here, you know? Um, because, well, I, I shouldn't say that it was always a bad thing, right? Um, because growing up super serious, when you then learn to have a sense of humor, life becomes a lot better pretty immediately. Um, that sounds very similar to a a movie that we were going to talk about today. 
Hmm. Yeah, dude. Well, that's why I don't like that movie. That's why I don't like that movie. It's just all dour and sad, and it's bad. That movie being the Joker, of course. I need to hear someone other than Nico talk for a bit. Justin, how were you bullied? How you <laughs> oh, because um, it's weird who, to me. Because like first name, a, last name of your bullies. A, I think you guys are pretty <laughs> approachable and personable nowadays, at least. Right? I don't know how you were back then. I was never bullied, and bullied bullying definitely happened to my school, but at least never in front of me. So it feels like it never happened. So it's very mm-hmm. interesting to hear that you both were bullied, especially. So I was just, I was just thinking about that during that as a. How did Justin get bullied? Yeah. Did he get shoved in a locker? Um, Swirly? I'll Emotional. say a lot of it. A lot of it was um, I didn't know how to respond to them. And then the responses that I gave were then like more fuel to the fire, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Like. Um, it was a thing back in the day during the uh, high school, not during the middle school days that when you would talk about the PlayStation Portable. It was oh. actually code. It was actually code for saying that you had a pretty small penis. <laughs> what? Um, that was a thing what? in my school. So you, so people would ask, like, "Do you have a PSP?" And then I would say, "Yeah, I got one." And then they start laughing at me, and I was like, "What did I do?" <laughs> I was like, I, "I played, I played like Ape Escape on there. It was pretty fun." <laughs> Kids are so stupid. Kids oh my in my God. middle school had a very similar bit, but it was TP. They were like, yo, do you like TP? And then you were like, uh, I guess. And they were like, haha, you like toilet paper. And I was like, what? I was like, what's what's about that? Was it, was this in grade three? Like what? <laughs> I mean, probably like fourth grade. Our classic one. Now, Sami, if you've heard this one before, but back, A, back when they were referred to as fish sticks, I can't remember the last time I heard someone call a food item a fish stick, but it'd be like, do you like fish sticks? And you go, like, yeah, they're pretty Oh, the good. South Park joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like fish dicks. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a whole episode. You don't want them at lunch, don't worry. Is it, it was a yeah. whole episode on South Park, and then it was just, that was, it was the funniest joke that anyone ever heard, but the only person that didn't get it was Kanye West. Yeah. Oh. Dude, our valedictorian okay. quoted Kanye. Like, he, he made his whole uh, speech based around Kanye. Well, that doesn't <laughs> reflect super too well nowadays i guess it did not age very well at all not one bit yeah but he doubled <laughs> down about it so you know convictions God. but you know like um when i was in middle it was all in middle school really but like it was like a thing back in the day to like chest bump people it was weird mm-hmm. and so like i just started doing that to people and people were like what are you doing why are you so weird and i was like but you did it first and they were like no i didn't and then, well, and then i got basically gaslit Damn. Alright. And then Castle. and then I was bullied because of that. Um what else? I would try telling teachers about that, and then teachers would like try and fix it. But obviously, as you're a kid, when you tell the teachers about that, it just gets worse. Um and mm. then it just got to a point where I was just like, I don't like being here. I don't like being in this school. So I asked to leave. And luckily my parents, my, my mom specifically worked at a private school and I got to go there for free. Yeah, uh-huh. um, nepotism, mm-hmm. baby. Well, yeah. Now, yeah, it was, it was just a thing where any full time employee at the school, your 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 child could go to the school for free. That tracks. It was okay. a part of the uh, perk of the working at the job. <laughs> um, oh, man. but yeah, still, yeah, right. <laughs> PlayStation portable. I, I thought I thought that was going going somewhere different because, like, oh man, dude, when I was when I was in middle school, I remember 
the 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 PS3 had come out um and I didn't have one yet cuz I didn't have I didn't have any of that generation of console until high school but I, a few people already had like Xboxes and stuff and they were playing Call of Duty and whatever and like they had their own little group I, I I guess and like a couple of my friends were would would do that with them and I just I was like well I have a PS2 and I want the new Jack and Daxter game that will definitely come out on PS3 so I'm going to get one of those uh, and cool. I was like, oh, it has Ratchet and Clank, you know, I gotta get, and anyway, I told my friends, I was like, yeah, I, I kind of, I want to get a PS3, and they go, oh, why not, like, not an Xbox, like, to play, like, Call of Duty and stuff, and then they go, and they find, like, I remember him being, like, the biggest, like, the biggest kid, right, like, he's probably, at the time, probably, like, not that big, but, like, when you're in middle school, you're like, that's a, like, you know, he hit his growth spurt early or whatever, that's a big mm. guy, and, they go, they go over to the biggest kid and they go, uh, tell him what you told us. And I go, oh, I want to get a PS3. And he just punches me right in the gut full force. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying oh to help you. He's like, your parents are going to get a second job to afford it. Didn't you watch the E3 conference, you little shit? I, oh I bought it with my own money. I told that story on the first episode of Crubs. <laughs> he did, actually. So he wordlessly gut punches you. Yeah, yeah, he just he, and then he walks. He just walks away. <laughs> Kids are so stupid. What does any yeah. of that mean? I don't know. <laughs> what what enraged this ah, man? Bro. I don't know. He My ate ketchup sandwiches for lunch. He ketchup sandwich, dude. There, that, there was a Canadian kid. thing to do. One of the things I hated about middle school was that they didn't stratify the classes. Did you guys have that same problem? What? Like where uh, in so in high school they had like levels where there was like below basic basic um and then there was college prep which was like the middle level that most kids were in and then there was advanced and then there was ap mm. or it honors sorry honors it, and ap it, it wasn't just, broken down that much it was like just two different levels but basically yeah yeah okay I so see. in middle school we didn't have that and um the the less motivated kids would often disrupt the classes and all i wanted to do was like all i was there to do was learn um, i see just yeah. get it just yeah. get it done kind of thing mm -hmm. yeah like i just wanted to learn stuff because i was like oh i think i had the foresight to realize that like i need to know at least like basic skills mm. and so i ended up paying attention a lot to that kind of thing um but also i think i also thought that if you didn't do well in school you got the cops called on you and you got arrested <laughs> um you know that's not too far off i guess with like truancy and stuff right where the that does become mm -hmm. a police issue i think at the point so yeah I, I, that's funny at first but as i thought about it it's like you know what no i could see it actually America. is that wait is that like a real like the, the whole like ferris bueller like a kid skips class and like there's just some adults that are so concerned about it they go looking for them is that a real thing that happens <laughs> Depends Not, on the kid. Depends on the kid and how often it happens, maybe, right? Like, if you just miss mm. a day, it's like, oh, they're not here today. Whatever, you know? Yeah. Maybe a little exaggerated for cinematic effect, let's say. Yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm squeaky clean, dude. No crime. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you admitted to collusion. There's definitely, like, a little crime. No quid a little pro crime. quo. Well, I mean, crime being illegal... Because of the, it's the rules versus crime being illegal because it's morally wrong. That's a whole different conversation that we're about to get um, into live on the Crubcast. <laughs> Crubcast. 
<laughs> oh, oh man, dude. Man. What about what about um do you guys have like <laughs> how was how were your relationship prospects in, in high school, fellas? Chris's face um, immediately changing. That's so good. Instead, do you want me to tell you a weird story that I have when I was in high school? Yeah, I would much rather that. I regretted asking the question immediately. You know who you're talking to? It was no one, no one, and no one, baby. Next and topic. also no and no one for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Next topic. Uh, so we had a religion class in our in our high school because it was a religious high school. Okay. And um, we were talking about some topic, and I don't remember why. But like, it, the, like the topic of like torture came up because I think it was a I think it was like a topic in the Bible that someone was getting like, like, like flagellated and then they were like were saved by God or something like that. All right, class, now pair up. Everybody find the torture partner. <laughs> torture partner. <laughs> no. Uh, so for some reason, because we were talking about torture, my brain went to waterboarding and I was like, next time there's a break in the conversation, I'll talk about it and be like, yeah, it's kind of like this. And then people were like gonna be weird about it but then someone else brought it up and then i just went yo i was actually gonna say something about that and then everyone looked at me and was like what 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 were you going to say about that (laughs) and i was like you're like yo i love surfing i I was like you know what i was like you know what not important that's what i did the first time (sighs) that i learned about waterboarding i thought it was an extreme sport it sounds like it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and when you're a kid and maybe can't process some of these things that much perhaps you're just like so just lay there and get water on their head? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was also the type of person to not believe that it was that it would work. <laughs> right. Like I just we tr- I, I took right, them at their it. word that it was bad, right? But anytime my dumb brain tried to visualize it, I've never experienced too much pain. I was just like, I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. It could be me. Yeah. So, so what? It could be me. Every Every other form of torture I would break immediately. I feel like waterboarding is the one where I'd be like, no, this is fine. Ah, we've done it. We've we've hit the what every male podcast becomes. Yeah, I could land a plane. <laughs> well, no, so Griffin and I, I do it. So one of my friends and I uh were talking about um Formula One recently as we watched <laughs> Formula One races together. And do both that. of us well, and both of us have the primal instinct of like, yeah, I think we could do it because my dad drove a race car for quite some time. Um, and so I'd have like a good teacher and all of that. Right. I thought you were going to say like, it's just, it's innate. Like you, it's a learned skill, like an genes. animal that knows how to walk. It's like oh, the Grand Turismo movie. For him, he believes it's innate. For me, I think I would need a, a teacher, but I, I know I have the resources to do that i'm just not in physical shape to drive uh an actual like high stakes car such as that Mm. so so chris if you fought a bear would you win um well bears attack upward i'd be the bull and i'd go lower (laughs) you can't you can't give this you can't give this any legitimate credence yeah you know like what's it gonna do fall forward on its butt when i ram it yeah so what take that bear (laughs) Yo, fellas, how low was your center of gravity in high school? Whoa. I actually didn't hit my growth spurt until like eighth grade. Oh, so, so I was Justin like, I was, was always the shortest tall. kid. I was always the shortest kid in class until about like eighth, eighth or ninth grade. Yeah. Damn. That's so nuts. I've been this same height for t- like 15 years. Mm. I've been this height for about, I guess, close to 10 to 12 now, right? 
man. Yeah. I hit yeah. my height probably around eighth grade because my genes on my dad's side are like everyone's like six five or six six, but my dad was the runt at like five eight. So I flattened out at like six oh. So like I'm generally tall ish, but anytime I yeah. go back and see family, I was like the really short one. <laughs> Which yeah. very humbling see, actually, as it turns out. <laughs> dude, that's the thing. My I've always been led to believe that I'm five five, but there have been more and more people who are like an inch taller than me who have been saying they're five four. And I'm just like, man. You gotta cut I'm those people out of your life. Well, no, it's true. Well, so the thing is, and this is my philosophy that I've always said, is that if I were five foot even, I would be so much funnier. It'd be so much funnier. I already can get away with a lot because I'm short. But if I were even shorter, I could say anything. And it would always be funny without fail. Mm. (laughs) So... So, you know, that's my opinion on that. Um, oh man, any, any notable kids in your high school, fellas? Um, because I got a few lined up. If you know, I had two immediate Bro, have- first thoughts. Okay. Yeah, Brody, do you have one? I, what do you mean by notable kids? Yeah, that's where I notable. was curious because, like, I know a bad notable one, like. Good, bad, anything. Notable. And also, like, if you if you say someone famous, you're just instantly doxing yourself. So, like, yeah, that's the issue. Oh, oh not true. like that's not what I'm. That's mm. not what I meant. That is not what I meant. Um, I was uh, thinking more like there was a kid in sixth grade who claimed to have been born in England, uh, <laughs> and that his dad would call the garage garage, but he had no <laughs> semblance of an English accent at all. And was the biggest Iron Maiden fan on the planet Earth. Good guy. <laughs> I guess that's not so far fetched. We had a. I think I've told this. I think mm. I've mentioned this before on the on the Corruptcast. But we had a, a a couple of trench coat kids. Like there was a trench coat guy and a trench coat oh. girl, and they mm-hmm. were a couple together. That's oh, that's right. oh I love it. Oh, for every it- trench coat guy, there needs to be a trench coat girl as his as his number two. <laughs> Do you know if they're still yeah. together? I See, hope but, so. I really <laughs> hope so. They they kept each other from trenching. They, they literally no one knew anything about them because they did not talk to anyone at all. Like if if it had just been like one guy, like he would be given off school shooter vibes. But then he, I don't know. They, like they, the they, they had each other. Yeah, just yeah. Say, it's trench coat vibes, Brody. You can't just say it. <laughs> kind of like the Joker, baby. The Joker, kinda baby. Like the Joker, baby. We had um, <laughs> the equivalent of that in that it was the weirdly aggressive guy with camo pants that didn't go to his ankles. Mm, that type. Right. He right. sat behind me in driver's ed. Always knew him as the weird kid. Everyone knew he was the weird kid. Eventually, he was like, well, I'm just going to make a bomb and take it to the elementary school I live near. Uh, thankfully, he was foiled before that, but now I always think, like, oh my man, God. I, I sat in front of the guy who tried to bomb in elementary school in driver's ed. That's well, weird. Speaking of Speaking of bombs, that actually does remind me of a story in high school. Um, we always to had. Yeah, no. Well, no, no. For a while, um, we had bomb threats. So, uh, one of my friends was like two years older than me. We were in a band together, and he was like, "Oh yeah, back like a couple years ago, like when I was a freshman, like they, they always had bomb threat Tuesdays. Like there was a, a bomb threat every Tuesday." Um, and it then like it a started special. 
Well, and then it started happening to us, like our, I want to say my senior year, or maybe my junior year, I don't remember, but they had bomb threat Wednesdays, essentially. So there were just like, people would just, we suspected that there was one kid who really didn't want to take one class because the bomb threats were always at the same time of day. (laughs) Uh, And and nothing ever like came of it. Like they never found anything ever. So... Mm. Um, you know, so it was, it became bomb threat Wednesdays, uh, and that was funny. We have the West for, I guess not necessarily the West Virginian equivalent, but it's making me think of a story where it was a big deal one day. It turned out, I think I was in sophomore, junior year where a deer walked onto school grounds and this was a cause for panic. I looked out at the Spanish class window and we saw a deer walking around and then (laughs) like a stupid like looney tunes cartoon or something just like the principal and assorted staff members following it around trying to shoo it out but they kept Mm -hmm. shooing it further into the school grounds and i guess the concern was that it would get jumped or frightened by some dumb kid and charge someone kid yeah which i guess is like understandable right um because our school was like boxed in so like if it went deeper in it couldn't get out necessarily right but it culminated in eventually hearing this pa announcement where it was attention all students you're going to be hearing a firearm being shot shortly there's no cause for alarm thank you (laughs) eight eight (laughs) seconds after the announcement a very loud gunshot rung (laughs) through the school oh my god i don't think they were supposed to do this and they shot that deer. Oh well, my I, god! Okay, I'll we clarify that. My theory is they shot the deer because this is a very big hunter culture. But I think they shot it in the air to scare the deer away. But this was in the midst of a lot of school shooting stuff here in America. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like well, let's just go grab our gun and take it in there and scare it away. I don't know if that was like the best response at the time. Mm-hmm. At least they warned us. But just every time I think about that, I'm like. <laughs> Plus our principal, the guy who shot the gun, he just sounds like Hank Hill, which made everything he ever did even funnier. So just imagining him running around like, we'll get that deer out of here, god dang it. Oh uh, my god, that's awesome. So I, was, I was just thinking of that, it's like, they shouldn't have shot that gun. I'm also they just thinking, that like, deer. If, they mi- if they shot at the deer and missed, they're shooting at the school. Yeah, and like yeah. shooting up in the air, there's still an issue with like, the drop it down, coming right? back down, yeah. Mm-hmm. I... I feel for anyone who didn't hear the announcement. Because <laughs> there's, there's no way they didn't have a blank. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I. Hunter culture here is such a thing where I am like half certain they just knew someone who lived near the school and was like, can I borrow your gun? And. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most likely. West Virginia. Man, that's insane. Jesus Christ, though. Justin, you got any notable people from your high school? Oh. Notable kids? I have two stories. One of them from college and one of them from high school. Mm. The one from high school that always tickled me was there was this kid who joined the private school the same year I did. So we were both new and we had our first uh, period class together was Spanish. And this kid would always we, we had to have a uniform and you could either wear a polo shirt or a sweater. This mm. kid would always specifically wear the sweater so he could hide an e-cigarette up his sleeve. <laughs> nice. So he could just take drags during class. Nice. And I was like, you're actually 13 years old. What are you smoking over? 
How did what are you smoking about? How does that kind of stuff? And also, why did how did you get away with like actually taking drags in class? Like, because you have to blow out the smoke. Yeah, yeah. it would have blown out the smoke, and there was a scent, right? Like they don't make. They don't. They're not. They're, they're, they, he wasn't just. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they they weren't as uh, easy back then to hide. <laughs> yeah, and it was like it was just like tucked in his sleeve, and I'm like, dude, he never got caught. Never, nuts. no, nuts. No one narked in this. Up no, I mean, school. I knew it was, he was the only. I mean, like I was the only one he really told, and he was like, mm -hmm. "Yeah, I just do this because I like smoking," and yeah. I'm like. That, do right. you, man? I I yeah. I hate smoking, so I will not <laughs> join you. But yeah, uh, go for it. And then he uh, left the school next year. Nice. Um, I had seen that in undergrad. Undergrad. I never saw it in middle school. Yeah, it was in high school like or high ninth school. grade. Yeah, yeah, ninth grade. Um, and then the second one is someone that you know, Nico. Um, freshman year, this dude would get blitzed on alcohol, but also be on anti antidepressants. Oh yeah, dude. Oh my god. So um he left one of our friends' roommate list then, so our friend just had this whole room to himself because this kid was so bad with booze. <laughs> he would get he would get blitz literally every weekend. Yeah. Mixed with antidepressants. So we'd come back and just start like yelling at people. Yeah, and but the he one also that, like the one that broke the camel's back was when he came back. Our friend had hung a mirror on the went on his um door so that way he could like check himself before he goes out. Yeah, I don't. I didn't agree with it because you if you opened his door, you literally just opened it to a mirror. Mm -hmm. But like to <clears throat> each their own. Yeah. But he came back uh, home from drinking one day, got really upset, and punched the mirror and cut up his whole hand and was bleeding yeah. profusely all over the floor. Well, it looked really cool though. So he did it. There were two incidents. And I don't remember which one came first, but the other the one was, was where the mirror was the camel that broke the camel's back because his parents okay, then yeah. got him back and brought him home. Right. And they were, and but, they, they apologized. His, his parents came over and personally apologized to everybody on the floor. Right. So then the other one, he got real drunk and he was like puking or whatever. As far as I know, um, <clears throat> he got two of his fingertips like pinched in the door and I don't want to get too graphic with it as, as to how exactly it happened, but it was gruesome, like actually gruesome. Yeah. That was before. Yeah. Fingernails off everything. It was bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, the dude was weird. Cause I think he said that like some kids were making fun of him or something or mm. they like wouldn't let him into a party or something like that. Cause I remember I was also out drinking um, and I, well, I got back at like three in the morning and campus security was just there and I just walked straight into my bedroom and called it a night. Yeah. You I just didn't like, realize anything. No, I knew it was, there was, there was caution tape. I knew what was there going was, yeah. on. We literally had yellow tape all over the place. Cause it looked like a crime scene with all the, with the mm -hmm. amount of blood that was all over the place. Yeah. Um, and then I have another story actually, now that I'm thinking about drunk roommates in freshman year. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I almost had my roommate die on me. Oh, true. You did save his life. I did not save his life. I actively didn't <laughs> save his life. Yeah, that's right. Um, he saved his own life. Yeah, so I went you led to that bed. With, I had a roommate almost die on me because that statement was... Yes. I didn't save his life, actually, Nico. <laughs> um, I actively did not help him. And I feel bad about it to this day, but he's 
okay now, so I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. But basically, I had went to sleep at like a reasonable time because I was still a freshman, and I was like, I gotta be not like a delinquent because I'm away from home for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. he had come back from drinking. I didn't know he was drinking. And then as I'm sleeping, I just start hearing gargling noises, and I'm like. I don't know what that is, but I think it's probably the fridge. So I just went back to sleep. <laughs> the mm-hmm. next morning I woke up and he just said, what the, like, what he just like says, what the fuck? And I turn over and he's covered in vomit. So the dude was throwing up in his sleep. And normally when you hear that, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to get up and you're supposed to turn him to the side. So that way he, if he vomits, he vomits to the side. Instead yeah, their of airway is vomit, Instead of vomiting up and then you choke yourself with the vomit. Yeah. Right. And I definitely didn't do that. Actually, I have another story. Um, wait, wait, Brody, what did weird... you say? Oh, I said you pulled a Walter White on him. Yeah, yeah you did. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Oh, my God. I have a I story about uh, another time that Justin Walter Whited. I have another time that Justin Walter Whited somebody. Um, so you stupid we were, bitch. We were walking back from the movie theater one night, and uh-huh. <laughs> ten minutes, and, it's a ten block walk away from our um, yeah. And so dorms. Justin, uh, or we see a car where like there was some pretty clear domestic violence going on. Like this woman was hitting this guy, um, and they were yelling like she was yelling at him. Like very clearly, it was domestic violence. Like there was no debate there. Mm. Um, and we were looking at it, and we were like. Well, our friends were like, should we do something? And Justin just goes, no, and continues walking. But then luckily there was a cop car at the end of the block. So we sent them over. But like, you know, we didn't understand the implications of that at the time. Thank God the Um, cops were there anyway. It it wasn't uh, even a matter of implications. It was just I really needed to go to the bathroom. And I was (laughs) literally just running back to my dorm. And I was like, if I do not get back in time, I will shit my pants. You should have thrown it at him. I yeah. should have. I should have just went over by the car and just shit on the car. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, though, it would have stopped the domestic violence. Oh, so you'd better call solid. I see. Yeah. He defecated through a sunroof. <laughs> yeah, Justin just goes no and r- continues power walking. I was just sitting here like, how is that Walter White? But I guess in a way. Oh no! I was is. just saying another time that Justin refused to help somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I will help you in most situations unless yes. I need to go to the bathroom in which case it is fight or flight Yes, you and will. I will always go flight that is true and I will do the same thing now that I don't have the gallbladder um, at the time I still had it so um, I was able to uh, maintain so, so people with gallbladders are more morally upstanding well, Justin has one, and he chose to leave. So I, cho- I chose That's less. I, cho- I chose to leave. Yeah, I still have mine. So I don't have an excuse like that. So I mean, between the two, two, two of us knuckleheads, like you know, you're not, uh, you're not getting any help until we've evacuated. So yeah, <laughs> oh, I've never man, been in dude. that situation, so I guess I can't say what I would do. Yeah, well, hopefully okay. I wouldn't need to use the bathroom. I guess. Yeah, I just don't need to. Don't need to go to the bathroom. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, um, I'm trying uh, to think of like other. Well, okay. Did you guys have any favorite like teachers or favorite classes that you can remember? Um, we 
I actually wanted to check before we ended, like, did you guys have a roster of really weird, eccentric, quirky teachers that felt like they were off of a television series? Or oh was my I just god, oh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, just yeah, everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because okay, there so- a lot of classes I would only go to because the teacher was just really weird, right? I could only look forward mm-hmm. to going. Right. Just because no, I knew I I'd get, like, another cartoon episode if I went. I liked more my in, weird teachers. More in college than in, like... I mean, there were some in, like, middle school, high school, but college was definitely where it got really, like, everyone's a character. Gotcha. Because yeah. even, ours like, were... uh... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. I was just saying, ours were characters, but they were, like, very good teachers. Otherwise, there was only one that mm. was a character that was... that I hated. Um, and she... I might have told this story on a pre-show before, but I'm going to tell it again really quick. Okay. Um, she struck... She gave me a strike for plagiarism. She gave me a zero on an assignment for plagiarism. Oh, God. Um, but really what I did was violate the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Um, so basically the assignment was uh, make an image, like take it, make an image that represents the story that you read over the summer. I read 1984. I found an image online that was Big Brother is watching, and I changed the colors. I tried to do some editing, and um, I got caught. I got caught, quote unquote. I didn't do it on purpose. I thought I did enough to it to show that I had understood the story. Um, but <clears throat> you know, I can see now with hindsight being 2020 that that maybe was not the best representation, and also. <laughs> just stealing an image so yes i did violate dmca i sure did but plagiarism i did not try to claim it was my own i believe i cited the source um anyway she wanted to marry william shakespeare uh her husband looked like robert from everybody loves raymond meets frankenstein uh and she always said right yes correct okay um brad brad something um but she always yeah she always said she would leave her husband for if william shakespeare were reincarnated she always said that um the year before me she got her lemonade peed in because she was so like just just like too much all the time (laughs) um the dude didn't get expelled he got suspended (laughs) and like some of my friends are still friends with him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he was like a popular guy he still is um, i don't know what you do in that situation right because like for him he gets to come to school all the time being like hey, i pissed in her lemonade but she has to be like oh, i drink his piss. like what a weird ugh. Like, and now i have Dude, to teach well, that kid you know well the thing is it like you can state your love for something without <laughs> saying you're gonna leave your husband for william shakespeare like it, it's yeah. just hyperbolic and maybe sort of unnecessary when kids are that mean. Just makes you, know? you think like, oh, to be a fly in the wall in their home, right? I'm sure they have a yeah. great dynamic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. No, I, I had a weird dream about her later on. I had a dream that she like. <laughs> it, Sorry. Well, I had a dream that she was like, we went into school. Um, everyone was way more apropos of of nothing everyone was way more tan than they normally would have been for some reason except for me um i went to the window and for and at the time chris brown was had not yet hit rihanna so we didn't know he was canceled and so chris brown showed up at the window and like waved at me and then the teacher was like okay nico 
come here, I have to interview you. And so she pulled out a field recorder and pressed record, and then I woke up. I think this is one of the first stories I ever heard you tell. Yeah. For some reason, I heard that, and it was like the farthest recesses of my brain. It was like, oh, right. Nico had I, the Chris Brown tree. Yeah, yeah I, I really like uh, that you specified that Chris Brown had not, had not done that yet. As if to say, like, you're in control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're in control, <laughs> and that somehow manifesting Chris Brown in your dream after that had happened is some sort of moral failing. Well, your dream is your dreams are like a reflection of your subconscious. So it means that at the time I was thinking about Chris Brown because I think I like had listened to. I mean, I I had always listened to Chris Brown's music like in high school, but like not anymore. Obviously, famous guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and so it was like, and I had just started to get into hip hop at that time. Like it was a whole thing. So, you I'm know, just thinking about all the characters I had, right? Because we had some weird substitutes. We had peanut butter sandwich guy, who oh, nice. always brought a peanut butter sandwich, and would stand way too close to the girls in the class, and everyone thought it was kind of weird. So peanut butter sandwich guy was that. We had a former football coach turned near vegetative state man who talked a lot like this and i just remember mm -hmm. we watched lord of the flies and he was very like fixated on how they had to eat the lizard to survive on the island and i just remembered the one time <laughs> he interacted with us during showing that movie was turning around being like would y'all eat that lizard <laughs> and oh of course God. some girl went ew no and he's like you'd eat that lizard if you had to and he just stared at her for like eight seconds <laughs> It always smelled like cat And then pee. went back to the movie. Then went back to the movie. English That's... teacher brought in Kingdom Hearts 2 and played it one class period instead of teaching. That was a weird Damn. one. Damn. That was Damn. Brody. That was Brody. God. Dude, I there was like Kingdom Hearts 2. There was a diddler in our middle school. One of the teachers what? was a diddler. Oh my god. No. Yeah. No, well, now so that happened. real easy. Who was it? I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> Give me first name, last name, please. Yeah. No, no, just but one of our teachers was a diddler. I don't think it. I don't think it ever like went any. Like he didn't get. I don't think he did jail time, which sucks. What a no. character! What a character that guy must. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, we, we, we also had a, we had just a was, criminal. Um, there was a guy, there was a guy uh, who was a substitute who, and this is un unrelated, changing the subject from that one, who is a character. He, um, he was a pilot, and his whole gimmick was that he was a pilot. He was one of the substitute teachers. And so whenever he would substitute teach, people were like asking questions about being a pilot. <laughs> and that that was sounds it. fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was yeah. great, dude. He was awesome. We always liked him because he never taught, and, and we learned a lot about flying <laughs> on those days. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, that sounds great. Yeah, that for was, some was reason, like, that unraveled like the wanting to be more successful than he was a local author that would substitute nice. sometimes. Um, nice. he'd he'd bring in his self-published books, I guess, and just give them out to kids just to kind of spread the word, I guess. Um, I forget his last name. His first name was Fred, and there were science fiction books starring Durf. Which is, of course, Fred backwards and just about nice. getting abducted by aliens and like saving the world. And then you'd flip to the back and it's like, oh, Fred, whatever his name, really likes growing tomatoes in Ohio. He substitute teaches, and that was basically it. So every time we got him in, I got a free book, I guess. Nice. They weren't they weren't good. But are they still on a, your shelf? I had a similar I still have them, yeah. Hell yeah. I'll pull them out some happen. 
there was a guy, so my uncle was a dentist. Um, and there was a guy who was an author. And whenever we would go to the scholastic book fair, I would always gravitated toward his books because they were funny. Mm. And, um, my, he was like apparently local and he was apparently one of my uncle's clients. So my uncle got me a signed book from this guy. And to this day, it might be one of the only books I've ever read. Don't, <laughs> don't say it like that. You've read more books than a few. That's true. Yeah, I definitely have. But like, I, <laughs> I think don't, well, don't, don't put that image of yourself out into the world. I'll pull you well, back in on that I, one. Once I discovered, well, okay. So we had nonfiction, like we had AP English, like prose, which was like AP uh, English that was nonfiction based. And then we had AP English lit, which was actually reading books, right? And it was lit. Well, and one, God. Well, once I found out that um, you all the English lit books were classics and they had audiobooks, I put the audiobooks on five times speed or, or two times speed or whatever, whatever I could handle. <laughs> I think it was somewhere between two and three times speed. And I would follow along in the book because I'm not a, like, I'm not a strong reader in that I can't focus. I have mm -hmm. a strong command of the English language. I'm a good writer. I like to think that I'm pretty well-spoken when I try to be. But when it comes to reading, I, I don't have time for that. I don't have the attention span for that. It takes too much of my mental capacity to read. So I prefer to be told things. Mm. And that is why I would take the audiobook and have it basically act as a bookmark as I was going. And it helped me follow along with each sentence, and it just kept me focused on everything. Um, and to this day, I have a text-to-speech on my Google Chrome that I use whenever I have to read an article that I follow along with at two times speed hmm. because it helps me read the article faster and pay attention to it. So, yeah, I don't know. Interesting technique. Kind yeah, of wish I I'm, had that, actually. I, <laughs> You do not wish you had that, dude. It's uh, you can okay, probably. I wish read. I had the focus to not think. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Maybe that's the answer. Oh, oh, you think? Okay, okay, okay. I was just sitting here like, oh, like I can read quickly, right? But it's the mm -hmm. focus thing. Like I just yeah. don't. I can't comprehend. If I'm reading quickly, I don't comprehend it. And if I'm reading to comprehend, it takes me so long that it's then no longer worth it. <laughs> mm. And you can usually find a video on things that you would have otherwise had to read. <laughs> especially these huh. days. Mm -hmm. Especially, yeah, I was gonna say, especially these days. Yeah. Back in the day, people would just wait. People in my classes would just read the Spark Notes. When yeah, Spark dude, Notes was Spark just notes. like that was that was the thing. And I, um, I did that one time ever. Um, I never really used it. I never felt it. Never found it like useful. No, me neither. Because they would was, always ask you about something else. It was easier to just skim the book than it was to go into the spark notes and try and synthesize stuff out of anything like that, right? Because um, for me, the one time that I did it, it was brutal. I waited until the last minute to do a book report. I found some mm. random book, but it didn't have a spark notes. And so I had to synthesize off of New York Times reviews of the book <laughs> like what oh, it was about Jesus. and everything and so okay. i like 
that one was rough, dude. Oh my God. That one was hard. I, and that's, that was freshman year and I never did that again. I stopped. I, I always, I like pretty much either read the books or nearly read the books the entire time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember, uh, two instances where there was, it was, I think it was grade 11 was the first one we had to read a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was called like Crow Lake or something. And I was so bored reading the first chapter that I didn't read the rest of it until I had to like do my assignment. And then I just read the last chapter and I didn't read the entire middle of the book. And I like, I completely bullshitted <laughs> my way through my assignment and I got like a B on it, which I thought, Hey, that's pretty good for only having read two chapters. And then in grade 12, mm-hmm. there was another, I think it was called fifth business. And it was split into like six really big chapters. And I read three out of those. I read like one, three and six or something like that. And we had like, uh, a list of like subjects that we had to do that we could pick we could pick to write from mm. and it was i think one of them was like oh explain how three of the women in this character's life had an effect on him and i'm like oh wait that i'm doing that one perfect because there was one woman in each of the chapters that i read <laughs> so i'm, I'm hitting the minimum on that let's go yeah but yeah, like definitely. when i when i when i was yeah. able to actually pick my book um, cause in that same grade 12 class, I was, we had to do another one and I picked, uh, Fahrenheit 451 and I read the entirety of that thing. I, I picked it cause it was the shortest book available from the list that we were allowed to choose, but then it ended up being really like interesting cause you know, it's a whole futurist kind of dystopian and that's, that's my, that's kind of my jam. Um, you know, very 1984 ish. Not that I've read 1984, but See, that uh, one I did read. I did literally, read 1984. I read Fahrenheit 451. It's the book burning one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the it's the fireman, but the fireman set fires to books. Yeah, wow. Just Power like one. the anime Pro Mare. Oh my god, I gotta watch that. That Isn't was there like a Fire Squad, Fire Watch, something like this. Is this anime like that? Fire Force. Well, that's thank you. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that's a they fight demons, so it's a little less. But they uh, dress up like firefighters, so it's fine. Well, that's God. True. They do do. Man. I definitely took yeah. that approach for some accelerated reading tests mm-hmm. in elementary school. I don't know if that was the thing in Canada or for you guys, but you're nodding, so I'm guessing so. But basically, read a book, take a quiz, get points. Maybe you get Pizza Hut if you do good enough. Yeah, we had those. In fifth grade, I had the most accelerated reading points, and I felt very smart and cool and awesome. And um, that's my story. Mm-hmm. Now I'm... Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, like, no, I miss books. when books... <laughs> I miss when, like... Ugh, this is going to sound so stupid. Let's go! I liked, We're on a podcast, baby! Ugh, dude, I sound like George Bush, but I liked books <laughs> with pictures in them. I always liked books with pictures in them, and I still do. I still prefer books with pictures. Like, the Did most George recent book... That? Well, no, it's just people widely think that he's not the strongest reader. Like, that's the, the general consensus. Okay, I see. You know... Um, but basically, uh, yeah, I know the most recent book I read was Junji Ito. It was a graphic novel. Um, and that was like pretty darn recent and I could see myself reading more of something like that, but that was much easier to comprehend for me because I wasn't following along with text. It's not that I don't have the active imagination to read fiction, but I can't spend the mental energy to 
create the world in my mind based on the descriptions and also pay attention to what's going on in the story. Did you find yourself, because I found myself doing this a lot, where I would be reading a book and then I would be, you know, I'd be at the top of like the left page and all of a sudden I would be like at the bottom of the right page and I'd be like, I have to reread that again because I didn't actually intake any of what I read. Constantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Constantly. Every time I read anything without the audiobook helping me along. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Oh, I, I prefer graphic novels, web comics, whatever, because yeah. I'm just like, well, I, I like a visual element. That's fair. I tend not to like things that take too much of my attention away at any one time. So, you know, like. I mean- just like watching anything or really playing it. I mean, you watch, you do things when you have three of them at once. So well, yeah, of course that's, that's your kind of like way of getting around it where you're not yeah. paying attention to anything for a super long amount of time. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just optimal, right? It's, um, I can watch TikToks. <laughs> I can watch TikTok, have a YouTube video and play video games at the same time. And I beat owl father that way in Sekiro, you know, like I can like, I'm good at video games when I'm distracted. Um, because I'm not paying attention to like the pressure or the stakes or anything. Mm. Um, but that's why I don't watch subtitled anime. Like if I ever watch anime, it's always dubbed um, because I can go and do something else and still retain the story. Um, yeah. I just, but, I need to watch it. I need to give it my attention for me to really understand what's happening. Cause then I'll like not watch it and then I'll ha- be like, what happened? Then I'll have to rewind it. So, it depends on the show. It has to do something to grip me first. Yeah, so I, I mean, really usual, usual rule of thumb is you give you, you give it the first three episodes, and if three episodes like you like them, then you keep yeah. going. If not, then well, you drop it. That's why I liked the boys, man. The boys nailed their hook, and they and they just released uh, the first three episodes of Gen V, which is the spinoff, and that also has a really good hook. So you know, mm. it is what it is. Um. Um, are Fellas. we uh, feeling like we've talked about everything you want to talk about on this topic? Yeah, anyone else got anything from high school to bring up? I'm sure I have other things uh, in the tank, but I don't need to right now. I can um, say a lot I, more, I, but we're yeah, pushing up on I, the edge here. I yeah. also think that it's a good topic and we can always come back to it because I have more can always come stories. back to it, for sure. And especially, like, you get me and Kevin together, like, he has more... He just has, like, the the other perspective of our high school that I that's not me. Mm. So... Um, but yeah, so we have, uh, our Patreon question of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you want to write one of these Patreon questions of the week, visit us at patreon.com slash crub official. We mentioned it earlier slash in the crub. pod. Fuck. <clears throat> uh, Let me do down, that again. Patreon.com slash crub why did we do that? Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash crub. So uh, this one comes from even our good friend, the crazy even um, who asks, what's the most time you've spent thinking about or researching something that probably wasn't worth spending that much time thinking or researching about. For example, I recently spent an inordinate amount of time thinking about the attributes that would make one a Karen before going why the heck am I thinking about this? <laughs> so, um, anyone yes. want to start in particularly, Justin? I have a good one. Um, it was something that worked recently, and that made me think about it for an extraordinary amount of time. 
when you mm. get a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich or a or an egg sandwich, does the egg usually come fried or scrambled? Say that again. When you get like an egg sandwich for breakfast, like a bacon, egg, and cheese or something, or like a McGriddle from McDonald's or something like that, does it usually come fried and it does it usually, or does it usually come scrambled? Scrambled. 100% scrambled. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. At what point does a scrambled egg become a scrambled egg? Would you consider an omelet to be scrambled eggs? This feels like something there could be like 80,000 yeah. long Reddit comments about people arguing. I don't like yeah, it. Well, there is a get, lot. He's right. There is a lot. Because you don't get scrambled eggs on an egg sandwich because it's too messy. It'll fall over the place. Right. What? Mm, no. But isn't that the same see. central conceit behind like a egg salad sandwich? Right. Well, well so but that, it has the binder point, with the egg because you have the mayonnaise. See, but Justin makes a good, Justin does make a good point in that you have something like a French omelet, for example, which is different from an omelet um, because it doesn't have any fillings. It's just scrambled egg. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. Where the line is for me, when an egg becomes a scrambled egg, is when it is mostly homogeneous. The yolk must be popped, and it must be whipped at least a little bit, right? Mm. Mostly homogeneous. Uh, we can add a percent to that. I don't really care. Yeah, but, but that's, that, that's the most recent thing that has gotten me to actually think about it for a, a good amount of time. And then I realized it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't, it, but it, it, it is a fun, it, it is a fun thought experiment though. It's a fun semantical exercise. Absolutely. Um, Brody or Chris, you guys got anything to, uh, that you've been researching a lot. Mine tend to come in the form of trying to find something and not being able to locate it for hours and hours at a time. Whether that be something I physically lost or like something on the internet, but mm-hmm. my brain will just focus on it and not let me go until I've hit an exhaustion point where I do go, you know what, this isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, very non-specific example that's hard to relate. I was trying to find, there's these two cute little cartoon animals hugging each other with a scarf that I have as a WhatsApp sticker. And I was trying mm-hmm. to find the artist to get, to get more of those because they're pretty cute. Nice. Nothing. There's, they're called chipmunks, according to Tenor GIF, but they're not a GIF, and I can't find anything about them. I spent maybe four hours trying everything I could think of uh, two days ago. Nothing. It's a massive L. Yeah. Loss for humanity. We're putting that out to the world. Um, Chris. Uh, I'll put them on screen. Help we'll me put them on screen, and if you find can find them. the artist for it, send yeah. it to Chris. We'll like yeah. your comment. Yeah. Uh, anything else, though, I tend to just have days where I fixate on the subject and just read about it like crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I never feel like I've wasted my time, so I guess I pick good topics. Yeah. 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 I'm great. Brody, how about you? Uh, I, I was going to make a joke of myself here and say that I debated it within my head what def- I, what defines the difference between a remaster and a remake so much that I got one of my friends who works at NASA to make a cube based because I, I, I tried doing a grid with an XY value, but it wasn't enough. I needed a third. I needed a third Z value to properly map out the spectrum at which something could be a remake or a remaster. And I did that all for a video that I didn't make. I, I still I tried right. making it so many times. But but I think my 
my better answer is one time uh, when I was a teenager, I spent an entire night uh, reading the entire Sonic Wiki. Like oh, the well, that's just thing. necessary reading. <laughs> yeah, well, there was that. that one night. There was that one night that Chris, you sent me a link that was something about um, Hunted P. That was like oh, a whole blog about Hunted P. <laughs> oh no, that's that's uh, that's about Dread Fox. That's prapofthescammer.blogspot.com. Oh, that would actually right. perfectly fit this because that does not matter at all. But yeah, that's no, that one, one was websites. That was I, great. I mean, fun, um, fun, fun fact, Nico. Yeah, uh, Chris is actually quoted on the Hunted P page on the Sonic Wiki. Of course he a, is, dude. I am a citation. Of course yeah. he is, dude. They they had a sign for him at a, at AEW recently. That was Nishki. No, no, it was this too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about the FTCR sign, but anyway. Yeah. Oh, did they really? Um, yeah. It, was, it, came awesome. from in, it came from inside the group, so it's like, you know. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, I would say mine, I, had a, I have a few, but like, um, the one night I was at the club and <laughs> I was really focused in for reasons. And I... <laughs> hmm. Um, you know, reasons. Um, and so this club was huge and I went and sat on one of the couches cause they had a huge couch section that was air conditioned. The rest of the club was kind of outside. It was like an outdoor venue. Mm. Um, and I just sat there and I was like looking at information on the internet of things, which is, um, it exists. It it's technology, baby. It's called the Internet of Things. It's actually just that. It, the name is self-descriptive. So anyway, I did that. Mm. Um, another thing that I've been trying to get to the bottom of recently is um, kind of in the similar vein to Chris's where I just cannot find... Because how do you describe this, right? There's a rap song, and listeners, please... Um, Either throw it in the chat, throw it in the comments. I need to find this this beat, this song. There's a rap song that has a very specific sample on it. Uh, and it's not the one Old Dirty Bastard song. It's not that one. It's not the one where Old Dirty Bastard goes, Whoa! But the song that I'm thinking of kind of goes like a... And it's like really like a hype beat and it has the like, you know, but then the oh yeah, discord probably, probably messed that all up. But, um, Thomas Kuzma in chat says, Oh, kiss from a rose. Oh, of course it's kiss from a rose. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh man. Well, hopefully yeah. someone knows, maybe they can run Shazam on yeah. it and it'll be like, Oh, this thing. Oh, dude, I tried. I couldn't. It wouldn't. I need to. Anyway, I'm so like I need to like remake the beat myself and then try and find it for, and then try and Shazam it. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm never going to find this song, dude. Somebody knows it. Somebody has to. It's very specific. 
and it was not like an unpopular, like it was a popular classic hip hop song. So anyway, fellas, mm. I think with that, I'm good to call it a week. Um, so for Crub, this has been uh, JTart9, Brody, Chris Mykonos fan, and I have been Buckets. Um, thank you so much for listening. And uh, tell us some of your high school stories in the comments below. Don't dox yourself. Don't dox yourself. Unless you want to, but I, I don't want to. I'm yeah, trench coat no. kids. If you do, that. we are not responsible. <laughs> did, did your trench coat guy have a trench coat? Did your trench coat king have a trench coat queen? You're either the <laughs> trench coat guy or you live long enough to see yourself become the trench coat guy. <laughs> I'm yep. a trench coat queen. I'm at trench coat king with my trench coat queen. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Please. Bye, everybody. Bye.